Hello and welcome to Two Old Guys on the Back Porch. I am Steve Scotch, and we have the lovely and talented Cat at C-A-T, ringing in the new year. Cat, what's happening? Hey, how y'all doing? Uh, we'd be fan on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. This is our end of 2023 podcast, and as part of that, we're going to shout out the two towns that download us the most that are not local. Uh, one is Des Moines, Iowa. There you can go find the Papa John Sculpture Garden, built in 20, 2009, has 25 sculptures there in Des Moines, but given by philanthropists John and Mary Papa John. Uh, they have nothing to do with pizza. Uh, they're philanthropists, and uh, Mr. Papa John died in 2023 at, at 94 giving millions and millions of dollars there in Iowa to University of Iowa and other projects. Our other town that we are going to shout out is San Jose, California. You guys must really like us there in Silicon Valley. So glad you all are listening. Give all a big cheer. Alcohol is just an arm linked away here on the back porch at all times today i'm having my favorite drink it's called a lot in honor of us making it through another year of doing this and not fighting right babe three seasons of not fighting we are celebrating (laughs) with multiple glasses of champagne here's cheers to us babe All right, down the hatch. All right, this is the year in review show. We've is this the third one? This is the third one. There's no way. We're season four starts the next one. I don't. Where are we getting the topics from? I don't know where. I mean, we do one a week. I mean, for three years, that's like 150. We did 51 episodes this year. You're welcome. I need a break. (laughs) Right. Let's see. In the year 2023, there were a lot of bumps in the road this year, but we made it through. Wow. Where to begin? Let's see. Let's see. Twitter is now called X, thanks to weirdo Elon Musk. Uh, In Holly Weird, the actors and writers went on strike, somehow making television worse than it already was i i don't know how um cat do you have any television news well i thought since i usually do what you watch and i give you my five favorite shows that i watched this year and not for any particular reason and amazingly none of them are vanderpump rules thank god (laughs) Uh, the first one is The Last of Us, the post-apocalyptic drama there on HBO. I mean, I really wasn't a fan of the game that it was based on, but it was really good because, and especially after us already going through a pandemic, it, you know, it kind of hit the right note. I thought 
the actors were wonderful and I thought the writing was really good. The second one on my list is Succession. There with the Roy family. Of course, you know, Papa Roy dies early in that this last season and you kind of see how the succession is going and a lot of twists and turns. You can't tell who's going to be on top. And of course, being a dark uh, drama comedy, you, you have a lot of situations on planes and trains and automobiles and who's going to end up on top. Anyway, it, it was a good watch. Uh, my third choice is uh, a new discovery for me. I think I guess told you guys with Foundation based on the Isaac Asimov uh, trilogy. It's about a whole saga about humans scattered on different planets of the galaxy kind of having a galactic empire that's kind of uh, going by the wayside and changing. My fourth choice for shows this year is Righteous Gemstones. Danny McBride's satire about evangelical Christianity. I thought it was hilarious from every single episode. Um, we kind of know the culture that Danny McBride came from and what he's writing about here in Virginia. And it, I mean, you know, if you can just remember baby Billy's Bible bonkers, that'll just sing That was a good one. Yeah. I did get into that. That guy's crazy eastbound and down or whatever it was with the first stuff I started watching by right. him. Guy's got a his his humor's uh it's off the cuff. <laughs> I like it. Okay. And my last choice um was kind of a sad choice, but I thought it was really well done. It was on Nat Geo. Uh a small light it was about the Holocaust and about this the girl who was the uh, secretary for Frank um, Otto Frank and his family trying to help them from them going to the concentration camp and trying to keep them alive, hiding the, there in the attic there at the business. It's really well done, you know, and it puts you know the Holocaust wasn't just about the Jews and and the horrors that they had to go through. It was also about the people trying to keep them from the horrors that were, and I thought it was really well acted. And I just thought if anything to watch this year, that's one you could watch and learn something about. Anyway, I thought the year in television was pretty good. All right. You just got to search because let's face it. CBS, ABC, NBC, they've pieced out of this thing. And They're done. They, and, they've handed it over to the Hulus, the Peacocks, the Pluses. And you can't afford to have every single Hulu or Stars or you right. can't do all the services. It adds so, up. You know. But yeah, like I said, the major net networks now, they're not even trying. I mean, we got Password and Price is Right on at prime time during the week. It's It's over. All right, let's move on. Let's see uh, Taylor Swift and oh Beyonce. Taylor and Beyonce pretty much dominated the entertainment world with their massive tours this year. Um, in the political arena, again, we don't like to get political. Um, let's see, we had Kevin McCarthy got bounced out of the speaker role. George Santos got bounced out of the House of Representatives, should have never got in there. Um, 
Former President Donald Trump was uh, indicted on criminal charges in four separate cases. Hopefully this year we can uh, put him in jail where he belongs. And this is an election year, 2024. Come on, people. Okay, let's face it. Biden's too old. Trumpy had his turn. Let's just move on. That's all we're going to say about that. Some bad news. Hawaii. That was horrible. One of the worst fires in the last, what, 100 years in the United States? I mean, Hawaii got Oh, yeah, torched. that was devastating. Brutal. Let's see, let's, let's roll right into one of my favorite topics. It was another banner year for country music. Now, now if I keep hearing about what a great year it was for country music, I'm going to throw up in my mouth. Just because Wallen Morgan or Morgan Wallen or Jellyfish got on the pop charts, who gives a damn? You might I mean, that, I wonder which country that, are we talking about? I mean, what that just shows you how crappy pop music is. Pop music supposed to stand for popular music, and there is none. Um, of course, Jason Aldean put out a racist song this year that flew up the charts. To me, it wasn't that the song was racist. It was, and if somebody hadn't mentioned it, I wouldn't even have known. It was well, just mean, the fact that the song sucked. I mean, now also he also doing it in a place where a man had been. Nobody knew any of that shit until it came out. But you know, Jason didn't write the song. Okay, it, basically, he's not capable. But the, the songwriting coming out of Music Row, it just worse and worse. I heard another Fast song. car, everybody. Another song on crappy country radio that had another lyric about a girl wearing a T-shirt. Uh, my T-shirt, his T-shirt, her T-shirt. I, I, I don't even know what the song was, but it, it's got to be like the 99th song out of Nashville in the past couple of years with a lyric about a girl in a freaking T-shirt. I mean... Is the garment industry hurting or something? I don't know. Do the girls around Nashville, do they ever wear a dress or a skirt? Can we throw they a like blouse in there? Anything. And don't forget country music show, country music award shows. They just keep circling the drain. This year they were giving out awards to Jelly Roll and Hardy. Uh, that kind of sums it up right there. Marin Morris told him to suck it. She pieced out of the country music arena. Who could blame her? And also in 2023, we had Anthony Oliver turn the music world upside down with his Richmond, North of Richmond tune. So I guess it wasn't all bad. Of course, country music is... Always patting herself on the back with these award shows over and over again. This year we had Luke Bryan and Peyton Manning hosting the CMA Awards. And they were pretty funny together. They've done it before, I think. And since Luke number one was already there, they had him get up there and do a medley of some of his crappy songs. ABC's got him on contract. <laughs> it was not good. I think dude needs to hit the gym, do some road work. It, it sounded like he was running out of gas the whole time he was singing those horrible lyrics well, to I mean, those horrible songs. Swifty did her set on the on the treadmill. 
Wow. Ashley McBride and Cody Johnson, they came out there during the CMAs and tried to hold a thing together uh, before people started changing the channel. And I've I've said this year after year. I'm going to say it again. Start repeating yourself when you get older. I I, I don't understand why a show that features many live performances, they can't get the mix right. I mean, this year was a little bit better than than the past years, but come on, dude. Can we get the freaking sound right for once? Of course, there was commercials out the ass, but that's where we're at now. Chris Stapleton, okay, a man among boys. A rock star among people ruining country music. Dude can still sing everybody under the table. And on top of that, he played this kick-ass lead on this song, White Horse, he's got, which is a really good song. And uh, I love that beat-up Gretsch he was playing. And they should have just stopped the show after Chris got through, because after that, it was brutal. Um, Old Dominion beat out my band, Midland, for vocal group of the year, okay? Old Dominion, who stole their name from this state where we're sitting right now. That would be Virginia. But we really don't claim Old Dominion, okay? I think one of them went to JMU. That was about it. it, My thing is, watch these award shows. Where was Jason Aldean at? And uh, I don't know if the Luke guy with the other Luke was there. Are you Luke? I mean, Jason, he wasn't nominated for Redneck of the Year. He got nothing. Post Malone came out there that was and sang a Joe Diffie song, okay, with Hardy and the uh, Wallen Morgan or Morgan Wallen, whatever his name is. That dude. Hell, he was kick-ass there. He smoked both of them. (laughs) He was kick-ass there on the Elvis Christmas special. Yes. Post came out there and crushed these dudes at their own game. And by the way, Morgan Wallen or Wallen Morgan, who shot up the pop charts this year, he went home with crickets. There was no trophy for him. And for good reason. I don't think the guy's a very good singer. I I don't care how many billions of hits he has on YouTube or how many arenas he sells out, Al? I could care less. Got any more burps in there? It just shows you how many people have bad taste in music. Again, after Chris Stapleton, the 2023 CMA Awards, it just circled the drain, ended on a whimper. And the Country Music Association, they need to skip that thing this year and just wait for some new talent to come along who actually deserve to be recognized. All right, from country, we move on to the world of pop, and that would be MTV. Oh, Lord. Their award show. <laughs> I don't know why um, I watch these things. You're a I, 60, almost 60-year-old 60 man, but you're I'm watching. trying to keep up. All right, I'm, I'm scared I'm going to miss somebody who's good, but they, this thing was the biggest disaster in the history of MTV. Shakira, if anybody out there knows who she is, she got a Vanguard Award, whatever the hell that is. And then we had P. Diddy or Puff Daddy or whatever his name is now. He was given the Global Icon Moon Man Trophy. 
Okay. <laughs> Evidently, MTV just keeps going back to the 90s and giving out prizes for people who were sort of popular in the 90s. But Puff, whatever, global icon? I mean, ask somebody in another country who he is, and they, they have no idea who he is. In his performance. They would probably go, oh, guy, the guy that was with J-Lo in that dress? I mean, that would probably be bad yet. They dragged his old carcass out there, and dudes had enough. The Botox did not help, okay? He just looked like I know, a statue out there. The commercial during the Super Bowl last year, I didn't even recognize it's him. It's scary looking. I mean, he was nothing to look at before, but now it's really something. And again, you a surgeon's not always your best friend. If you've ever heard of P. Diddy or Puff Daddy or whatever his name is, and I know he's got billions of dollars and he sells vodka, liquor, clothes, or I could care less what he does. This dude doesn't well, have one point. ounce of talent in his entire body. So they shove him out there, and he's, I mean, it was so bad. It, it, he just stood there basically. Then Mary J. Blige came out there and, uh, Actually, she presented the award to him, and that was also brutal. She butchered the reading of the monitor, of the monitor, trying to list his accomplishments, which are none except for watering down rap and hip hop. He was he and watering down vodka. I mean, let's give a guy a music award who can't dance, who can't sing. I mean, none of it. I mean, it's sort of like you know Taylor Swift. Hey, who hey, was hey, who hey, was hey, there? Hey. She was there over clapping for people, had her propped up in the front row. Like she even knew who the hell these people were. Shakira, she was in diapers. Okay. <laughs> when Shakira and P. Diddy were doing whatever they're doing. I don't know. I'm just glad Taylor took time out of her busy schedule to uh to watch P. Diddy get up there. There were only so many Chiefs games. It, he, he got up there and tried to give an acceptance speech. But he couldn't put a sentence together. The speech was just as bad as the performance. And the MTV Awards, I guess one theme of the night was to tell everybody how many downloads everybody has. I I remember that kept popping up. Latin music had a record year of people clicking the mouse. Who gives a shit? Believe it or not, the best performance of the night was the MTV darling known as Nicki Minaj, okay? She was good. That song she did, I was blown away. Of course, by the end of it, she had to pull her dress up and show everybody what's under there and and say a couple bad words, but I don't know. It seems like Nicki and Doja Cat are in this race to see how many disgusting videos they can put out each year. Look, we've already seen both your asses, okay? They're big, we got it. I don't know how, but Nikki got the best hip hop video award for Super Freaky Girl, which is a remake of a Rick James song called Super Freak, which was big back in our day, right, babe? Back in our day. Now, the rocking, song. Rocking the high school <laughs> parking lot. You see, I made you watch this video. It, I mean, this, it, it is so bad by Nikki. I'm not kidding. This song is so fucking crappy and the video is disgusting and she won you're the winner nikki you win i don't know um mtv 
at some point they got to get their shit together, but it seems like it's getting worse. The, the videos on there now, people are just like standing in front of a quickie mart or going to a parking deck. I mean, they're not doing anything. No budget. I mean, at least do some computer generated shit and spend a dollar. I mean, it, it's pretty bad. Anyway, MTV, instead of going backwards, let's take a step forward and how about promoting some new artists, some new bands? Okay, come on, MTV, get your shit together. All right. As everyone should know who listens to us on the regular, me and Kitty Cat like to keep up with the restaurant biz. Seeing as we we go out, I don't know, about twice a week around here and try to get something to eat without getting ripped off, but it's uh, pretty much a losing battle. I'm a good cook, but not all the time. She's a good one. I really don't know how these places stay in business. The new trend is to, uh, of course, give you less food for more money. Here's an example. We, we got this thing down the road called Sedona Tap House. You might have one near you, but I think there's only like 14 of them, maybe across eight states. And we got one right down the road from here. And we've been in this place like about 20 times. Now, the last time we go in there, the prices that were like 18 bucks, now that shit's 23 bucks for like a bowl of pasta with some trick, some chicken or shrimp mixed in it before that they were giving you a surcharge which you had to know about before you even sat down <laughs> that's becoming a trend out here also is when you sit down they go oh we're adding 15 to 20 percent to your bill for blah 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 and like what did they and then they run away and they're like what did they what did they say so go in sedona and we just go out for dinner during the week one night a week whatever so now this thing's ringing me up for 70 or 80 bucks for, for me and wifey to sit there and we get, we got crappy service, mediocre food it, it, done with that place. I mean, done with it. The restaurant, that's just one example. I could go on and on and on about some other janks out here. I just, I don't see how the restaurant business is, is staying afloat. You know, the ones out here, we're tired of looking at them. Can we get something new? Okay, they've all put out new menus, but they don't have any new food offerings. And their new prices, that, too. <laughs> that's what they did. They just jacked it all up, trying to get that corona money back. That's all it is. You know, try to eat some fast food out here. Now, where you live, you might have a good Hardee's or a good Carl's Jr. where the ladies come in every day, Captain D's or something. You know everybody in there. And they're nice, and they try to fix it the best they can. We don't get that out here. None of that. I mean, the fast food stuff out here, sometimes they're open. Sometimes the inside's open. Sometimes it's just dry. You don't even know if anybody from the next shift is even going to show up. I like uh, Subway. The commercials kill me. For, for these crappy Domino's, Subway, this dog shit. Subway came out with a commercial saying they're going to cut the deli meat right there in front of you before they make your sandow. New skill. Now, I wonder, 
what genius at Subway headquarters came up with that? I mean, the last time, and I do mean the last time I tried to eat something from Subway, I looked down through that plexiglass, right? And I saw the little bins of the disgusting proteins they have there to offer. And it was not very appealing. I chose the rotisserie chicken. At least that's what they called it. And it was little chunks of this gray matter that they called chicken. I brought the Sando home, took one bite of it, and chucked it. I mean, it, it's, it was foul. It, again, trying to find something to eat outside of this house, it's getting harder and harder. Thank goodness Kat is an excellent cook. Um, another commercial that's popped out this year was You're uh, welcome. Domino's is now giving away the food. It's free now. Nobody wants it. Nobody wants to pay for it. It's like you get eight medium pizzas for six ninety nine. The latest sure. thing is the emergency pizza. That's what I'm talking about. Like, uh, you you ran out of food. Here's an emergency. All pizza. you have to do is call them up and go. I'm out of money, or I dropped the one I just picked <laughs> up. Come get a free. They don't care. Domino's is giving it away, and guess what? Nobody wants it. I don't know. I, I've noticed the Wendy's, Burger King. Arby's, we got a cookout out here too. You can whip right through the drive-through of these places now, any time of the day. Nobody's going in there. Nobody wants to shit. Before they were wrapped around the building, and now people have kind of woke up and gone. You know, I really don't. I don't want it. It sucks. I think the heyday of fast food is over. People are more health conscious well am i right some people are questioning whether or not it's these new uh ozempic and stuff people are eating healthier maybe um, or aren't craving the grease it's definitely nobody wants that bag of grease anymore you know the lure back in the day was you could get burger or get a burger fries and a drink for like six seven bucks right right and then you could eat it and hell, now it's like eight, nine, shit, Arby's, it's like 15 bucks to get a, a terrible bag of food from these places now. You know, Taco Bell oh, used to be a cheap option, and they followed suit and raised their prices, but have not raised the quality of their food, that's no. for sure. No, what did we have? We had... <laughs> Two out of the five items we paid for the other day. And the people were nice as they could be. I right. mean, there wasn't any problem with that. They were genuinely helpful. But the food, the care of the food was not there. This is what we do. Okay, we're two old guys on the back porch. We understand young cats are going to roll through Wendy's and get a Baconator. No problem. I got you. But each year, the end of the year, we usually do a Taco Bell run. Just to test it, test the waters and see <laughs> if it's any, if it's worth a shit. And we got one about 20 minutes from here. And when it, it's sort of like a gag thing, really. Well, we almost gagged. <laughs> so the only thing I ever liked from that shithole was, uh, was a shredded chicken, uh, shredded chicken burrito. Of course that pieced out. And then they got this grilled chicken burrito thing. It was so foul. I, I I ate like half of it. Cat's a Mexican pizza girl and a quesadilla thing. 
I got two soft tacos. You saw them, Kat. I don't even know what that was. I mean, all you have to do is take a soft shell, put some meat, cheese, lettuce, tomato, wrap it up. They didn't even do that. I mean, they just basically balled this shit in a wad, chucked it in the bag. And it was like 30 bucks. Right. I mean, come on. That's where fast food's losing out. It's not cheap anymore. And it's, if anything, it's gotten worse. Anyway, they need a kick in the pants. Fast food. That's something we need something new, something different. All right. 2023. It was another special year for the dead horse I like to kick called NASCAR. Oh Lord, have mercy. Gee many Christmas, dude. You talk about shooting yourself in the foot. I mean, they dumped orange fill dirt, not even the good stuff. On Bristol Motor Speedway again. And this man knows his dirt. Even though it was a disaster last year, right? And the drivers were raising hell. They did it again. Went to Bristol and dumped orange dirt on the track. And this time it was even worse. As dudes were going around the track, there was potholes developing on a track. What? What cat? Did the hillbillies come out of the hollers to go and watch it? it no, it's crickets over there. Nobody okay. cares. Potholes on, on a NASCAR track. As the race went on, I, it's, it's mind-blowing. I don't know. NASCAR, NASCAR tracks, they're, they're all losing money year after year. You're not going to hear it, but it's happening. And NASCAR's got like two choices at this point. Either downsize or, or just, just stop. Just, just shut it down. Okay, I'd like to see like a live NASCAR pop up, like another another real stock car series startup to rival NASCAR. I believe it would work and it wouldn't take but seconds to blow them out of the water. I mean, because there's really nothing right to rival them. I mean, it's an easy beat. They, They don't know what they're doing. And wouldn't that be something? To see NASCAR lose the six fans they have in, to another stock car series. Stranger things have happened. Continuing on with the racing. This is going to be the equine. Can I have a sip, baby? Go ahead, babe. All right. As everybody should know by now, me and Kitty Cat like to dive into the horse racing pool every once in a while it's just an activity we enjoy (sighs) but it's in trouble uh horse racing had a bad year bad publicity It, it it just keeps coming you've got trainers still getting popped left and right for juice and horses this has been going on for 50 years. I don't understand why they keep doing it. Oh, oh yeah, I do. Because the punishments are pathetic. It's like a couple couple grand fine, 30-day suspension. You know, big whoop. But the big issue in horse racing right now is the number of horses going down at tracks across America. It's a horrible sight to see. A, a horse go down during a race and most of the time it does not end well the big time tracks they're trying to change uh change the surfaces you got churchill downs belmont santa anita 
the one in Cali, they, they all had problems. Saratoga had too many horses going down this year. And don't you know the animal rights people are all over this thing, okay? These groups had a big hand in shutting down dog racing, and they're coming after horse racing. Now, horse racing has too much money involved, I think, to ever get to that point. But changes are being made. The federal government's getting involved. I don't know if that's going to be good or bad. They started this Horse Racing Integrity and Safety Act, which was signed into law. And they're going after these crooked trainers. And it's a start. They're doing something. They're changing the track surfaces. They're going after these crooked bastards. They're, they're trying to do something. Horse racing, they got to clean their act up, you know, if it wants to be or at least pretend to be a respectable sport. All right. The final, the final. <laughs> Final, Final nail countdown. in the coffin for 2023. I couldn't let it go. I know this is kind of local, and a lot of you out there could care less, but our city is probably no different from yours, and that's the city of Richmond. Look, it's, it's one of the worst-run cities in the divided states of America. And the big issue this year was the building of a casino. And we talked about it before. It was going to be right here in the capital city of Virginia. The casino was on the ballot last go-round, but got shot down. But then the city of Richmond magically created another referendum to get the casino back on the ballot for a second time. And guess what? And we had big money on this. Churchill Downs was in, money was involved in oh, trying to get this casino. They had already hired people to build it, oh, and they, it hadn't even passed yet. They spent major bucks advertising taxpayers' money. Somebody dropped eight mil. They said on commercials, like Catch just said, that showed they showed a. I'm not kidding. They showed a vote, voting ballot and a pencil blackening in the circle that said yes for the casino. It was that hilarious, mainly because one of the uh, city council women, uh, we're not going to mention her. Her name's Reva Trammell in the 8th District, if or you're from out. call her the tramp. <laughs> she said on the last go-round, this is what she said, that her constituents didn't know that the question for yes or no for the casino was on the back of the ballot. That's what she said. <laughs> That's and the why I didn't pass. After the vote was, they had in like a color map what districts voted yes and what voted no unfreaking real you know i watched the city council meeting they show it on local on local channel out here and it's it's the best television you'll ever see to see the buffoonery of these idiots who have control over millions of dollars taxpayers money and, and they just blow it each year, and, and they could care less. Again, this Reva Trammell lady, I heard her say, she said on television that her people didn't know to flip the ballot over. So, again, they came out with a commercial pushing this thing. It got pushed, pushed. The mayor, the gap-toothed mayor down there was flapping his gums. It's coming, it's coming. And it's, nope, it did not come. Too bad. Now, also... 
2023. He wants to run for governor now. <laughs> we, we already knew it. We knew it was coming. He could care less that he didn't get a new baseball field built. He could care less. Even though everything around this baseball field is blowing up. He didn't care. We have a coliseum down there that's basically just crumbling to the ground, right in the middle of the city of Richmond, and it's still sitting there. He was going to yak that up, put some affordable housing. Nothing. Dude has accomplished absolutely nothing. The casino was definitely the cherry on top because he thought for sure that thing was going. But again, he's a politician. He doesn't give a shit. He's moving on. And guess what? He thinks he's going to be the next governor of Virginia over my dead body. I'm, I'm not going to let it happen. I'm going to get involved. I'm going to run. I'm going to do something. LeVar Stoney, that's his name. Forget it because you'll never hear it again. Get out of here, dude. You're nothing. All right. Let's see. That's all we have. Oh, my gosh. For our year in review for 2023. We had fun. We hope everybody here had fun. Um, before we go, we're going to drop the band of the week. I know we left out all our other segments. We did that on purpose. But this lady, I, I, I'm stuttering. That's how much I think about this lady. She is awesome. Her name's Lydia Loveless, 33 years old from Coshocton. Mm-hmm. Ohio. Ohio. Lydia grew up on a farm and was homeschooled. Two hundred head of cattle all around her. Yeah, her dad was an interesting caddy. Tried to be a pastor, a drummer. Tried to own a country western bar. They had a band together. Right. Um. She was a bass player for the older sister's band. Okay, Lydia Loveless. Um, she basically gets. No love from any platform there is. Her YouTube hits are like from 4,000, some of them like over 60,000. I love her bass player. That dude's all in. He jams. She, and, ta- she talked about being a songwriter. It's harder for a woman songwriter in some ways because there are few of us. We go compared to the same people all the time. You get the next Nico case or... Not as good as Nico Taste thing all the time. Hopefully, I will write songs in the future that won't be so easy to be compared to someone else. I don't. I don't compare it to anybody. I don't. I don't hear it. And I've listened to tons of her stuff over the last couple of years. What I don't get, you know, is usually the country music community kind of props each other up. Why? Why doesn't she get? You know to open up for some of the bigger acts. Maybe she has. I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know. She, her next gig is going to be at Pappy and Harriet's Pine in Pioneer Town, California, January 26th there near Big Bear and Joshua Tree. Oh, she's, she's played the bars the whole nine, still doing it. She's tough as nails, lays it on the line. She's pretty much been through the grinder playing every shitty club you could think of half the time probably in front of people who don't even get it. Um, I get it. So many kick-ass songs. Um, Same to you. Toothache, French Restaurant, Boy Crazy, Steve Earle, 
She's also got a killer song called Chris Isaac. Uh, to love somebody. Today we were bumpered in with a song called Runaway, which is awesome. She's got this song called Head that's so good. This song Runaway we bumpered in with today. Why is this not on the radio? I mean, listen to it and you're like, why? I don't, I don't freaking get it. Anyway, Lydia Lovelace here on the big two old guys on the Back Porch Podcast. Much love to you in 2024. Get over the top. It's going to happen, girl. Check out Lydia Lovelace wherever you get your music. We want to thank everybody for hanging out on the back porch. All right. Check out Lydia Lovelace wherever you get your music. Let's hope 2024 is a little better than 2023. Sometimes hope is all we got. We always thank our loyal listeners for hanging out with us on the back porch. We do this for you. And we will see y'all down the road. See ya.